Wondering how to take the first step on your move to Raleigh? The Revision Relocation Cast has got your back. Listen every month for new tips and tricks from relocation experts local to the area. And remember to stay revision on your short-term trips to Raleigh. Welcome to the first episode of Revision Raleigh's Relocation Cast, our podcast about relocating to the Raleigh, North Carolina area. My name is Claudia, and I am the marketing associate at Revision, and I'm so excited to get into these discussions today. Uh, our first guest on the show is local real estate agent Katie Kutschall from Avenue West Raleigh. How are you doing today, Katie? I'm doing great. How are you, Claudia? I'm doing great myself. So, Katie is here to talk today about relocating to Raleigh from her perspective as a Raleigh relocator. So, you moved to Raleigh about how long ago? We are coming up on three years, three years in July of 2021. Awesome. And where did you relocate from for this recent move? I'm originally from the Northern Virginia area, um, just outside of Washington, D.C. But when we moved to Raleigh, we had spent the majority of the previous year traveling. We lived, we did sort of van lifing in New Zealand. And when it was time to come back to the U.S., we, we had a lot of options because when we left the U.S., we sold everything. We thought we were moving internationally. And so when we, had, when we came back, we had the opportunity to pretty much choose whichever market we wanted to go to. And Raleigh checked a lot of those boxes as well. And because we're originally from Virginia, um, we settled here because at least it wasn't, it wasn't right next to our family, but it was also, um, you know, close enough distance that we could get back uh, in short, short notice if we needed to. Yeah. Relocation is a huge undertaking and, you know, you could do it several times before you settle down into one place that you actually want to lay down roots. So you bring to the table a perspective of someone who has relocated nationally as well as internationally. You mentioned New Zealand, and I believe you mentioned a few other places to me when we spoke previously. So I guess, how has all of this moving around that you've done on your own time, how does that inform your perspective as a real estate agent helping those who are relocating to Raleigh? So I kind of want to compare because the first major relocation that I did, um, I was, I think, 23 years old, and I moved from Northern Virginia to the Middle East. And at the time... My main criteria for moving was live in a Middle Eastern country. And that was kind of it. I I love experiencing different things. So as long as there was something different and oh my gosh, there was so much, I didn't look too much into the other things that might be important to me. Compared to when we moved to Raleigh, when we were coming from New Zealand, we we had a lot more intention around the kind of life we wanted to experience and create for ourselves. So I did things a little differently, but in both situations... I wanted to have at least one person point of contact that was there in the months, weeks leading up to it that I could just ask general questions, you know, how, how is that country reacting to this holiday or this international news or what's going on in the community when we came here, it was what's going on in the community that I could get involved in Um, because we knew no one we moved to North Carolina basically knowing no one except the realtor that my friend in Virginia connected us with. But she she asked some really good questions and kind of started the ball rolling. I definitely come from the background of inexperience when it comes to moving prior, so I know what that feels like. Um, but I also, you know, there's a, a few systems that I, I put in place to help people at this point. 
you mentioned uh, that you wanted a point of contact in the place that you were going to, um, and you wanted to figure out how you can immediately kind of immerse yourself in the area. So I wanted to ask, what are some of the best first steps to take for a client when you decide that, you know, I am committing, I'm going to move into the Raleigh area? Sure. Well, when, when you're talking about like very initially, maybe you're comparing Raleigh to some other metro area. Um, maybe you know it's going to be Raleigh, but you're not sure where. The very first thing that I would think about is, well, basically in Raleigh, what surprised me, especially coming from Northern Virginia, there's a lot of opportunities and variety in Northern Virginia as well. But it was very different coming to Raleigh, I think, because at least from my experience, people are a lot more open. <laughs> so if you're if you're looking for that kind of uh, atmosphere in the next place that you live, I would definitely keep Raleigh on your list. But in general, the first step you would need to take is ask yourself, what kind of lifestyle do you want to live? Because there's a huge diversity, especially all around Wake County and then the surrounding counties. We're all part of this, you know, mixing bowl, and you can live a very social community engaged life. If that's your desire, if you're a small business owner and you want those connections to help you grow or, or if you just enjoy being social, right. but not everybody wants that. Some people want to have their house in the woods or on private estates and have, you know, limited engagement just by your choice. And Knowing that upfront before you even start looking at areas is going to be really helpful because then when you engage with a real estate agent, they're going to be able to tell you like, well, this area is very close to the lake. You have a lot of water access. There's a lot of sporting or in this area, it's really close to the mountains where there's really great hiking, or maybe you're into craft brewers and you want to go bar hopping down through downtown Raleigh. It's going to be a really different experience based on what your goals are. So having those clear up front as much as possible is going to be a really important step. The second thing, if schools, like a lot of families moving here, if schools are really important to you, maybe look at that first. And I would say, contact me for resources because as realtors, we cannot, we cannot pass judgment on like, this is a good school or this is a bad school because it's so subjective. Some people are looking for arts support. Some people are looking for math and science. It's going to be different. Some people are looking for sports. But a good agent should be able to give you the resources, the, the the links online to compare ratings based on different criteria. And that can help you um, at least get a general idea before coming in. Yeah. Here. So how would you recommend a relocator choose a real estate agent to represent them? You kind of just answered that. But are some real estate agents with certain strategies or experience better than others in these situations where it's not just moving from town to town or even house to house in the same city? I think the experience of knowing how to integrate is really important. And obviously the first criteria when you're, when you're selecting anyone is, are they going to be professional, honest, responsive, organized? Like let, let's, let's be clear that that's, that's going to trump anything that you can get from someone who knows integration right. in the community. Um, so make sure that, that that's <laughs> first priority. Um, but second, for, for relocating specifically, someone who's skilled at making connections and introductions, like I said, a lot of people are moving here because it's a very, it, it's an area that's very conducive to small businesses. It's, it's very supportive. It's very community-based. People want to support their neighbors, even if they're brand new. It's not like, oh, well, my neighbor's been here longer in his pizza place. I've known it longer, so I'm not going to support. No, it's like everybody gives everyone a chance. There's always going to be outliers, but in general, that's the, um, that's the culture that's around here. So when you're choosing an agent, 
you probably want someone who's good at networking and the good agents usually are because we, we want to know a lot of people, but also skilled at making introductions at creating that, that trust, that trusting energy between neighborhoods, as well as small businesses that can say like, Hey, this is my client. This is what they're doing. I think it'd be really suitable for you. I think it could, they could really help you. Could we just have coffee together? Right. You know, just, just creating a situation where genuine connection can happen. Also for relocation, it's really different from working with someone who obviously has lived here. Even myself, I've only lived here three years, but I still know if I'm moving somewhere else within the area, I kind of know what vibe I'm looking for. Someone coming from California or India is not going to have that. And so it's always important to have someone who listens, but not just to those criteria about how big of a house, how many bedrooms, what size garage, what size, size yard, that kind of thing. But who's going to ask those probing questions? Like, where do you see yourself waking up on a Saturday morning? Are you drinking coffee? Are you looking out over your gardens? Or are you waving to your neighbors because you live in a close-knit townhome community? Uh, Do you see no one for five miles? Um, Are you going to the gym? Are you Mm -hmm. going for a walk? Are you cooking? Like all of these things to help you visualize because that's going to help that agent put you in the right place so that you can actually plant those roots and feel really just really welcomed and settled for as soon as possible from the hopefully right and confidence is absolutely key before and during the move which I wanted to ask you know are there any strategies that you've found that either you've learned along the way helping others who are relocating into the area that maybe you've honed yourself that others could miss the visualization aspect of it, which is really important, being goal-oriented, having your kind of mental dream board (laughs) about your relocation. Um, So that sounds a lot like something that a lot of people could, you know, kind of skip over where they're just thinking about the logistics of everything and not actually the lifestyle aspect. Definitely. Yeah. I think that's definitely the first, you know, the first kind of in anything, if you're starting a new business, if you're starting a new relationship, like what are you hoping to get out of this first, first and foremost. But after that, once you sort of have that idea, like I said, it's really community-based here. The way I, when I have moved, I have, I've had that one or two points of contact to tell them like, yeah, I want to do this. When I was moving to the Middle East at that point in my life, I was a big shopper. I was never someone to go to the bars, but I was always at the mall and I am recovering from that. But, you know, so that was one of my first questions in this age of social media, even if you don't have that person on the ground, you can still find a lot of things just by going to Facebook. So my recommendation would be find those groups of people who are already in that area or experienced in that area. You could start with YouTube videos and maybe connect with um, some YouTubers, but I mean, there are so many active Facebook groups that can tell you, do you want to live in Wake Forest? What's going on in Wake Forest? Do you want to live in Cary? Cary is where I'm, where I personally am located. Um, Facebook groups meet up because if you're into wine tasting, find a meetup that wants to go experience different wineries and compare. Um, if you're into painting, find places or writing. I had a client move here two years ago um, from Missouri and she was a creative writer and she wanted to get involved in a group where they were writing short stories on whatever basis. So we went to Facebook together and we started finding those writers groups and it actually didn't exist. So together we were able to create that for her and say, you know, I'm going to my people and I'm saying, hey, you've mentioned writing. Hey, you've actually published on Amazon. Do you think you'd be interested in being in this group? Yeah, absolutely. And suddenly there's 10 people that, you know, are addressing her 
one of her core desires and she has a community. Um, you don't have to make your own, but I definitely am an advocate for that because it's, it's really so rewarding to cultivate a group of people, no matter how big or small, uh, that really adhere to you, you, that you share the same values with, I should say. Yeah, definitely. I just think that overall, the, the visualizing yourself where you are, um, knowing yourself also before <laughs> making that big move, you know, like, what am I, what are, yeah, it's hard. <laughs> yeah I mean, who does, but <laughs> the, I guess like, uh, managing your expectations and making sure that you can meet the ones that are most important to you. Absolutely. And, and the community aspect of rally, especially I've lived here my whole life and I've always found, you know, the area and the country that we're in, you know, it's very up and coming in terms of job creation and technology institutions and things like that. So people might want to write it off as kind of an industrious area, but I mean, it's so full really of culture and camaraderie and community yeah. that I think that anyone moving here would find a par with other medium-sized cities that they could enjoy. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And it is the seventh seventh fastest yes. growing yes. area, at least as of 2020. Right. So I oh know <laughs> and what with the, you know, big Apple announcement, who knows where those numbers will exactly. <laughs> go. Um, yeah. So speaking of, you know, moving in here, which we have been talking about the entire time, do you recommend, I guess, a relocator to go ahead and kind of uproot their, their territory, come down to Raleigh and then start looking for a house? Or do you think that managing that from a distance is also okay? It's kind of, so it's going to be different depending on your situation. If Raleigh is your only choice or you've already decided that this is where I'm going to be, then it's going to, there's a lot more that can be done virtually. So let me back up. If, If you have the option or the opportunity and the financial feasibility of moving here for a couple of months, a month or two, to get your feel, to have an idea where you want to be, that's always going to be better than seeing a home through FaceTime or Google Duo or something. I have done that with five different clients. It was because their situation, they were in a time crunch. They had to see it. And the way this market is, it doesn't always give you the opportunity even to fly out next week. That house at the right. of today is probably gone tomorrow, unless it's massively um, egregiously overpriced. Um, it's always better to see in person. We have had to adapt our styles, obviously with the pandemic and, you know, in 2020, some people were here and were moving locally, but they still didn't even want to go to the house. And so I was, I was going out and doing the virtual showings that way. Um, but if you have, if you're comfortable and you have the capability, it's going to be loads better. Having the basic area knowledge from your realtor upfront will help you when you hit the ground running, when you arrive, and then you can see for yourself how it, how an area or a specific community make you feel. It's really hard to get a sense for feeling from just Zillow or FaceTime even. Sometimes you just got to take the job. Yeah, there's a lot of, it's really a case-by-case basis of the family or the individual that is relocating, whether they are, you mentioned financially capable, especially of making the jump before having anything totally locked in um, as far as housing goes. So there is a great, you know, alternative to kind of the the third option, I would say kind of the middle of the road where you're not exclusively conducting tours or your relocation from your home city, and you're not exactly abandoning everything to come here in search of a house. There are short-term accommodation benefits. So I was wondering if you have ever helped clients in between this gray area of 
leaving and then moving into your new city and how those short-term apartments and accommodations like corporate housing can benefit them in the short term while they're still on their house hunt or while their new home is being built or things like that. Yeah, I'm glad you brought up um, the, the point of your new home being built because uh, that is something I wanted to touch on. Their inventory is so low um, that if you want a guaranteed home, it we're really going and looking at new construction. Not everybody wants that. Not everybody likes the brand new home feel, but uh, depending on your circumstance, that is the option to get you at least on some kind of timeline without, you know, going up against 25 other offers, knowing that you might have to go over list price and being uncertain because only one person can win the house. Um, so short-term housing um, or fully furnished corporate housing is a great benefit in that you don't, you can only, or you only have to move once. You don't have to move in somewhere, all of your furniture and keep it there for a month and a half and then move everything out. Um, you could get a storage unit, you can have movers, you can have what, whatever, um, but you, you won't have to be furnishing and unfurnishing multiple times. So that, that I see as a huge benefit because that logistically just becomes very overwhelming. Not that we can't get through it. It just adds a lot of, um, a lot more moving pieces. And then when you have that stress removed and everything's just there presented for you and you have perhaps concierge services or very easy access to amenities, it takes it off your shoulders and you're then free to explore and go out and experience for yourself because your agent, hopefully me, but your agent is going to be with you a very set period of time working with their schedule for, you know, and, and working with you around their other client schedules. But everything in the meantime, if you're thinking, oh, wow, you know what, I've heard a lot about this area, Holly Springs, but Katie and I have only been looking at Carrie and Morrisville lately. Let me go look at Holly Springs. Let me just go do a drive-by to see how the feel is. So that way I know whether we should add that to our search. Um, and then if you find an area that you really like and you're thinking, oh, you know what, I think I want to do that new construction option because I like the idea of having a timeline and more, um, I guess, more confirmation. Well, you know, Katie can give me a list of all the new construction opportunities in Holly Springs. And then I myself can drive through them, see which ones I like the look of. And that way we can be more effective with our time scheduling appointments and making sure that what you see is actually what's going to check all your boxes. Right. So we found that a lot of our clients, majority are moving between homes, either already in the area and moving in between or are wholly relocating from the area. We actually, you know, in-house right now, more than 50% are folks from out of the area moving into mm -hmm. Raleigh. You mentioned the kind of timelines that may or may not be completely set in stone mm -hmm. of, you know, wheels down. I'm here in Raleigh. Uh, my house is supposed to be ready to close uh, in 30 days from now. Uh, on that date, I find out I need, we need two more weeks. Mm -hmm. So what's great about revision short-term corporate housing is that we allow for flex leases above 30 days. So once you hit that 30 day threshold, most people do take advantage of the fact that they can extend for days at a time or weeks at a time and not exactly are locked in from month to month schedule. So the, yeah, the added benefit of kind of being able to pack everything up and go when you need to, or sit and wait it out and then leave when you're ready. That is something that some of our relocating clients have found um, help mm -hmm. them a lot, as well as the amenities of the building where, you know, you don't have to worry about setting up new utilities um, for your apartment that you're only going to be in for a month. Yeah. Yeah. And I can give a, I can give a good example that that might've helped um, clients last year. Now they had, they had already set up to rent 
um, from a friend in the area who had, you know, a rental home that was vacant. And so they were able to line up with him, but they told him because based on our new construction contract, our contract was supposed to be finished September 15th. Things happen. Things always happen. Even if it's with a contract, even if it's a contract and a builder's timeline, there's always going to be something. So they finished their two months and he had tenants moving in and it wasn't, it, it's really hard to get into something that's less than 30 days because then you're subject to, you know, hotel rates or Airbnb taxes, that kind of thing. It would have been very helpful for them um, if they had elected to go into something like that, that allows that flexibility, because suddenly we said, we were like, well, we keep, we don't have a house for you for two weeks. And that wasn't me saying that was, that was the builder. And if it's not done, it's not done. If they don't have that certificate of occupancy, no one can go in there. It doesn't matter how much you want to. So um, that flexibility is definitely a big perk. Yeah, the flexibility. And also you want to consider the value for these short-term leases that you might be getting into once you're locating. You know, there's, like you said, the hotel rates, those can be exorbitant. There can be a tax rate involved that, Mm -hmm. you know, makes that fee go up. You find out that the all-inclusive promise may not be (laughs) all-inclusive. So what's good about our model here at Revision is that our fee is truly all-inclusive of the daily rate, the utility rate. There's no extra utility payments or Wi-Fi payments. And we actually give you complimentary Wi-Fi, complimentary YouTube TV subscriptions. So you don't have to worry about television or anything like that. Well, on that note, thank you so much for talking with me today, Katie. I'll go ahead and let you inform our audience of where they can find you on the web and hire you as their next agent. Yeah, sure. Thank you so much. Um, it has been a lot of fun. This is uh, this has been one of my dreams. <laughs> is being on a podcast for this purpose. So thank you. I really appreciate it. Um, I I am most active on Instagram. Uh, Instagram and Facebook are my go-tos, but Instagram is my focus uh, at the moment. I am at prism.c, that's P-R-I-S-M dot seed, S-E-E-D, like growing a plant. Um, and if you're curious about why I have that name, you can message me and ask me. Um, but I'm on Facebook at uh, Katie Cutshaw, just searching my name, K-A-T-I. Um, and I also have a business Facebook. Excellent. Well, thank you so much. Definitely reach out to Katie for any relocation tips um, or to find you, you know your next house in the area. She is triangle-wide <laughs> or Raleigh-wide rather, Wake County-wide, shall I say. Thank you for listening to the Revision Raleigh Relocation Cast with your host, Claudia Phillips. To support the podcast, follow Revision Raleigh on the web and stay Revision on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Revision Raleigh is your number one short-term apartment accommodation in Raleigh, North Carolina. Stay for 30 days and experience the value of comfort and luxury at Revision Raleigh's corporate apartments. 